it's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? Not so lovely for us Dallas Cowboy fans. And if you're a Cowboys fan, you know what I'm talking about. Our hearts got ripped out of our our bodies again by this Dallas Cowboy team. Our souls got taken out. It was just, man. Um, but really, I... I uh, I really don't think this hurt as as bad as a 2016 uh, season when uh, Dak Prescott's rookie year and Aaron Rodgers went down and threw that uh, deep pass to Jared Cook down the sideline um, and basically ended our uh, playoff hopes. So I don't think it hurt as bad. I think it's probably up there. Um, but everybody keeps on texting me or, you know, seeing how I'm doing. Um, but it, but as a Dallas Cowboy fan, you kind of were kind of expecting to get let down. I just think that it was uh, around too soon. Um, you know, we've been dealing this for 20 plus years. Um, but man, this was an embarrassing loss uh, to the 49ers. And I've been, it took me a while because I wanted to see, you know, all 22 access and what other people uh thought about the game and you know after i want to hear the coaches and you know their exit you know exit uh interviews and and talking with the media and what they have to say and you know i i just came to a conclusion that you know kellen moore needs to go um this scene of all access 22 on that game i mean he doesn't get creative ways to get his uh you know playmakers a ball look at sean mcveigh for the rams for instance somehow some way everybody knows in the stadium and on the opposing team that they're trying to get the ball to cooper cup and what happens they get the ball to him but sean mcveigh you know has creative schemes and and gets creative ways to get him the ball. We have C.D. Lamb and Tony Pollard, which is our basically our dynamic uh, playmakers. And C.D. Lamb only has one catch, and Tony Pollard only gets six touches of the ball. That's that's blasphemy. Like I, I, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head because where was, where's the game plan? You know, that Hulk package that they had uh, with the, the two linemen in the back with Zeke and, you know, they did a play action pass and the only two people really that are a threat was Amari and, and uh, CD lamb on the outside. And they had two linemen out there trying to catch the ball like it, it's bro it's it is just frustrating like i'm hoping kellen moore gets a job uh you know as a head coach to like chicago bears or you know he needs he needs to go i think we 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 need to uh, cut our ties with the kellen moore era even troy aikman troy aikman was criti- critical of the play calling like how do you not get cd lamb the ball you saw how many times that they played off coverage on CD Lamb. Why not go under center? You see the off coverage still. Give him the ball. 
this five yard hitch slant route, you know, just a quick throw, see what he does. That's, that's what we needed. Yes. Granted, there was a lot of penalties, 14 penalties in total, but it doesn't excuse the fact of the game plan. Now, you know, shout out to this YouTube creator. Uh, I think it's a, a, a Koei, um Media, um, A-K-O-Y-A or something like that on YouTube. This guy, this guy breaks down film really good. And he broke down the, the San Francisco 49ers versus Green Bay and how Green Bay was able to be successful versus the Niners and win that game. Because they do play a too high safety. Uh, mostly 70% of their uh, uh, defensive plays they play in zone. So he basically said how Green Bay beat them was they use the running backs, check downs, get into open space, check down five yards, keep on moving the chains, get the ball out quick. And we didn't do that. Now, if a YouTube creator and yeah, mind you, he has some uh, football background, um, I'm, I'm assuming. But YouTube creator can see that. And Kellen Moore can't see that. That There, there is something wrong. Um, I do think that... Oh, and, and another thing with Zeke. Zeke, it was brought to the attention, to everybody's attention this week, or you know after the game, that Zeke was uh, playing with a torn PCL. And that's why, and that's after week four of the Carolina game. So he tore his PCL, still wanted to play. And I guess he got cleared by the doctors that he can still play. Not going to do further damage to it. That's what I'm guessing. But you see the decline of his stats. And you don't give Tony Pollard more touches. That's what frustrates me. Because nobody said, Zeke, I know you're a warrior. I know you're a warrior. But unfortunately, you're gonna, you need to tame a little back, and we're going to give Tony Pollard some more touches. And I don't care if you don't want to start, you know, Tony Pollard, you know, you want to uh, ruin uh, Zeke's confidence that way or whatever the case may be. If you want to start Zeke, Start him for one series, and then it's Tony Pollard, and you ride in Tony Pollard until Tony Pollard wants needs to come out for a breather. Then you go with Zeke. To me, I I, I have to blame the whole like coaching staff, GM. I got to blame everybody on that one. Um, that's my frustrating part about that when I heard that that news. Um, and then the offensive line, man, but it's it was just. It was just so bad, giving up five sacks and I forgot how many pressures. But, I mean, we need to address this offensive line uh, during the offseason because, one, Connor Williams, you either have to go or you're a backup, bro, because you get beat on them every single play. And it's either you're holding or if you don't hold, Zach uh, gets sacked. And we need to address our almost our whole offensive line, starting with the center and move your way to the left. Okay. Because Tali Briadish, you're not that strong. Um, you have your, you have your issues. Connor Williams, the holding issues. 
and Tyron Smith, we need to find a we need to find a, a backup for him because it it's you can't rely on Tyron Smith to complete a whole year. He's injury prone. Um, he's getting along in the tooth, so I think we you need to start finding his replacement. But start from there because we were known for our offensive line, and it's been atrocious. And I don't know how pro football focus had the Dallas Cowboys number one offensive line. I guess they weren't seeing the exact same games I was seeing because we ain't no number one offensive line. I can I can tell you that uh, for sure. But, you know, it was not on just on, on, on the offensive line. Dak did miss some, miss some throws, miss some wide open people. So uh, I'm sorry if I'm just rumbling. I'm ranting right now because I'm just – and I'm frustrated um, because this team looked like it was destined. We have a lot of stars on this team, and we didn't get it done. Going on the defensive side, I mean, defense um, on the offseason, I do think that they need to address uh, the linebacker issue. I think we need, you know, another linebacker. So get rid of, you know, Leighton Van Der Esch and get somebody in the draft, a new young talent. Um, pair him up with Michael Parsons. Uh, Jabril Cox should be coming back, so we need we need we need people like that. Also, we need uh, some corners, some aggressive corners, some corners I want to tackle. Man, that Debo Samuel's run. If you really look at it and you see Anthony Brown not really want to tackle him, um, man, it's we need we need aggressive corners and we need to address this in in this draft. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 frustrating. Um, it's, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys can hear the frustration in my voice, um, because look, I had high hopes for his team. Again, I know I was going to get let down, but I was thinking either second or a championship game. I was not thinking first round walk super wild card weekend. I was not thinking that bro. And you can tell all those fans were pissed off too throwing stuff on the field, uh, you know, people crying, uh, so on and so forth. It's just, it was just, it, it was just, it's, it's bad, bro. It's bad in, in Cowboys land right now, but you know, you got those memes and you got all those Cowboys haters loving it. And, and they still haven't stopped talking about it. And it's been, it's Thursday and we're about to get ready for the, the divisional round. So it's like, it, it's it's funny it's super funny bro um but look now the playoffs are over you know uh teams that i'll be rooting for um are gonna be you know i'm, I'm still like uh, on the afc side i'm still kind of tied on if i'm rooting for the bills or Bengals. um you know hopefully the bills uh beat the chiefs i, I think the bills will beat the chiefs and the Bengals have their uh, have their work cut out uh, for them, but I do feel like Joe Burrow can, you know, and that offense can put up some points, and I do think they can edge out the Titans. So for that AFC Championship game, um, I'm I, I'm going to look. I like Joe Burrow, but I'm going to go with the Bills. Like you know, and I want the Bills to pos- you know possibly win it all. Um, because not, you know, jumping on a bandwagon, but it's just more of their fans 
they don't the Buffalo Bills don't have a championship and their fans, they're there's some loyal fans. If you really look at them, they're in six degree weather <laughs> chanting for that last game for the uh Patriots game. And they're chanting for their team and they're like celebrating, they're having a good time. And the Bills Mafia, I mean, though those are some dedicated fans and some fun and you know, I would if Dallas Cowboys uh, play Buffalo again in Buffalo. I would love to go to that game just to interact with the fans because they have some real diehard fans. So I would want the Bills to win it all, to win the championships if the since the Cowboys are knocked out of it. Um, on the NFC side, um, look, I don't want to see Rodgers or Brady make it out. So basically, I, I want the Rams – uh, to make it out, Rams are going to be playing the Bucks. Hopefully, you know Sean McVay. He's a brilliant coach. Um, we'll see what he can do, and and uh, we can do and and create what he got up his sleeve for uh, the Buccaneers defense. Um, because I think they could get got. Um, I think the Rams can pull off that upset and beat them in Tampa again. Uh, Tampa Bay has so many injuries to keep pieces and, and the, uh, the Rams defensive front creating pressure. Um, I, I believe it's gonna, it's gonna rattle Brady. Um, and they're going to pull it off. Um, the 49ers, I think, I think the 49ers will probably lose, uh, to Rogers this week. Um, but I do, I, I want, you know, you see history, repeat itself multiple times and Rodgers is not that good in NFC championship games. So hopefully history uh, repeats itself and the Rams uh, go on and uh, represent the NFC and in, in the Super Bowl. Um, And then, and it'll be bills and bills and Rams in Super Bowl, which will be an intriguing uh, matchup. Um. But yeah, that's that's all I have to. That's all I have uh, for this episode. Look, uh, next uh, possibly Monday, um, we're trying to get with JC, my co-host. Uh, we're going to talk about the Heat winning without their top players. Currently, uh, the Heat are in the third seed. Uh, they're winning games uh, and multiple games without Jimmy and Bam, um, and with COVID and everything that has happened uh, with people out. Uh, left and right with injuries and whatever the case may be, the Heat are just the next man up and they continue to win games. And they're winning. They're not just beating uh, the the lower tier uh, you know teams out there. They're beating the top teams. And I, I'll, I'll bring out the stat when we do that, when we do that podcast on what the record is versus top teams on the East and West side. Um, and it's a very good record versus them. Um, we will we will also talk about the Lakers' struggles and if they need to trade AD or, or or Russell Westbrook because it's looking like Bron is playing by himself. It's it's Lakers right now are are struggling and uh, we'll have my co-host who's a diehard Laker fan give his input on uh, on what should happen and what needs to happen uh, after the All Star break and then we'll talk about the Warriors. Really, really look they're they're looking really, really scary with Clay Thompson uh, back in the lineup. So 
we'll have that uh, coming up this uh, upcoming Monday. But again, this is uh, Jose from Big Me Sports. Just want to come on here uh, to talk my talk about the Dallas Cowboys, my frustration about them, and then give you my input on who I wanted to win. Uh, again, it's uh, I wanted the Bills and the Rams to go to this uh, Super Bowl. Um, we we'll, we'll sh- we shall see on these upcoming uh, this upcoming uh, playoff weekend. Um, but again, if you haven't tuned in. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we'll catch you on the next episode.